I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. We've got a full house again, finally. We're back, Lewis. baby. A full squad is in the house. Let's go. We went for a slight oasis to Greece. That that's it. No, that's just a, just a two month holiday. That's all. Yeah, no, just just the just so happened to miss all of Carlton's highlights. So, <laughs> but you did come back right in time, didn't you, George? Just in time, baby. Just in time. We'll get we'll get we'll get to the Carlton celebrations. Absolutely. Yeah, that's well, it. So we're gonna skip that first game. That that boring was it Melbourne Collingwood game. Ah, who are they, bro? Yeah, don't, they? don't worry about we that. We don't have enough. any Collingwood nah. listeners anyway. We'll just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> right. No one supports them. Just like one hundred six thousand members. Or like that. <laughs> oh man, it's good but being yeah. in Greece though. I know it's good to see you. This first night of seeing George since we were in Greece together. So yeah. I know, I know, man. Feels it's... like a distant memory now. I know. I've been back for like four days. <laughs> man, last day I was yeah. with you. We were just beach during the day. Nice restaurant at night. All the... we, we started to walk the. I started to walk the Greek lifestyle. I bought linen. Oh wow! I That's bought linen you know. pants. See, and then you got back to Melbourne. Jeans again. No, but baggy jeans. Baggy. Okay. That's the key. All right. There oh, you go. little That's... tip. Right, if you're single, yeah. right, and you're wearing skinny jeans, that's why. Ever since I changed the baggy pants, all the girls, man, they look at me different. That's what I'm. It's just an observation. Just, just. The, <laughs> they've been looking at you, huh? I don't know, man. I think they're a bit tight, man. They're gonna be tight. They're oh, a bit tight, man. Nah, I think these Zara jeans are. They're, they're doing the. They're doing the job, to be honest with you. I've been converted to loose clothes. Oh, right, enough. linen. How many times was my chest out to the open in Greece? Oh man, and it's not a very good chest, but it was open. I think the three of us showed a bit too much chest that entire trip. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, fair enough, fair enough. And with our hairy, all of our combined chests, uh, man, like it's pro- probably wasn't the best. Europeans move. show their chest, man. Both men and women. Yeah, that, that is that is very true, man. No, um, but it's good to be back. I think talk footy, footy, footy. Uh, the AFL Melbourne is the place to be. Greece is amazing, but during final season when the Blues are in the finals for the oh, first man. time in ten years. And that's like you were saying, that's the reason you came back a bit later. Like you extended your holiday and then you came back early to make the Carlton game. Yeah, I picked that date. I was like, I, the Blues are making finals. I don't want to miss it because I haven't seen a, a final at the G ever in my life. The last time oh, was wow. 2013 and I didn't get to go. Um, and I was I was a teen teenager back in the day. Mm. So <laughs> this is my like first adult life. Like I'm I'm experiencing this kind of for the first time. And it was funny going to the game on on uh, Friday, and there's like little kids there, and I'm like first final, and he's like, yeah, I'm like me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it's been a long time between drinks. Oh, <laughs> it's like an eight year old guy, eight year old kid. Man. No, it was good. It's good. No, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Like we said, we'll get to the Carlton game shortly. Mm. Uh, Mata, did you want to yeah, get us going? You said I don't know if you guys noticed me like doing my forehead. I think it was like a bug on my forehead or something, oh, bro. But uh, I think I'm alright now. I think, <laughs> um, I think I'll, you'll survive. Bro. Yeah, no, I'll survive. It's a little little spot. I don't know, bro. Is there anything? I'll, I don't know. But nothing, anyway, there's nothing above you right now, mate. We'll go for a little, you know, pre-footy talk matter TikTok segment, right? Um, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna do another guess the stat leaders, but we're gonna do average disposals. 
Okay. So, yeah. Start us off, lads. Highest. Yeah. So, average disposals for the year. Uh, are we doing like a, just the highest the highest person? Uh, yeah. So, top 10. Top 10. All right. Uh, uh, Sarong? Uh, Sarong is number four. Okay. Brayshaw? Brayshaw is number seven. Because I think they both had the highest total. Yes, correct. Nick Dacos? Nick Dacos is number two. Oh. Uh, Goulden. Goulden. Nah. Goulden. No. Goulden. No? Man got like 36 every week. Where is he? Oh, he's, he's not there. No, no way. Goulden, yeah. He had a couple of damn no, games. Was, bro, he's number 27. It's miles off. Yeah. Uh, Sinclair? Sinclair is number nine. No. I'll just say Bont. Easy guess. Bont is not there. Not there L- at Led. all. Okay. Led. Laird, number eight. Okay. So, we've got some of them. Is it, mm. even though he missed a lot of games, Oliver? Yes, he's number five. Only oh, he's four, five. 14 okay. games, but he's still averaged 30. Yeah, it's average. So, mm. well, Luke Ryan got a lot of kicks, but a lot of marks as well. So nah, no, nah. no Luke Ryan. This should be easier than it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, there's a lot mm. of players. Mm. Tim, Tim Taranto? Tim Taranto. He, had, he, had he was a, number 11. He just missed oh. out. Lockie Neal? Lockie Neal. No, where is he? No. Oh, Walsh? Walsh? No. It's not Harry Sheasel, is it? Nah, nah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Sheasel. He did get a lot of the ball. I would have heard about it if it was, though, to be fair. Yeah, true, true. Oh, no, we're kind of lost. How many many do So you... Have we got number one? No, you don't. Surely number one would be obvious. It's not Chera. Nah, it's not Chera. So you've got... Uh, I think there's Do we just, one, just go ballistic guess every player? There's one, two, three, four that you haven't done. So you've done six so far. Is Josh Dacos there as well? No, no Josh Dacos. Libba? Libba? No. Who are the top teams? Melbourne. Petrarca? No, no Petrarca. No. Um, Wouldn't be Collingwood. Dunkley? Dunkley? No. Do you want me to give you teams? Yeah, sure. All right. So we'll go number 10. He's a Bombers player. Oh, Merritt. Yes, correct. Merritt. It's easy when you get the team, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and now the other... So there's a Bulldogs player. Is that isn't Bond, isn't Libba. Isn't Bond or Libba? It's not McRae. No. Who else is there? Trelaw. Yes. Trelaw's number six. Can That's you believe wild. it? That's wild. Yeah, he's an accumulator. He did play a lot more on the ball this year, I think. Mm, yeah. And then... So he's number six... Uh, and now there's the third and the first. We have a Giants and a Bomber. Oh, Tom Green? Tom Green is number one. Tom oh. Green's number one, yeah. For average disposals, man. He and gets a Bomber's a, number three. Bomber's number three. Redman? No. <laughs> Redman. <laughs> right. got a lot of, a lot of, a lot Par- of kicks. Parrish? Yeah, Parrish is number three. Oh, I forgot about Parrish. He didn't so, play much. I'm pretty sure you got all of them. Yeah. You said Sinclair, yeah? Well, now, yeah. now we have... Um, Sinclair was yeah. nine. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, well done, boys. I'm going to do... Um, I feel like we should have been better at that. Yeah. We should have, but there were some interesting ones there. Yeah, Trelaw there and Tom Green. Tom Green, number one. I saw that on an AFL or maybe it was on Twitter or something. I'm like, wow. Like he's, That's actually crazy. He's, yeah, he's elevated his game big time. So we're going to do... Was one. he in the All-Australian squad? He was, right? Um, he, he should be. He should have been. I don't know. I don't know if he was. I don't really pay attention um, to that, to be honest. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so we're going to do now league totals and we're going to do guess the stat leaders, but it's going to be <laughs> top 10 total bounces oh. of the year. 
Yep. Oh, Saad. Saad is number four. He's not even number one. The man bounces every like two steps. <laughs> no, he's not number one. Bounces. Is this average or total? You said total. Total. Oh, wow. Who? Okay, so it has to be like a defender. Redmond. Redmond, no. Oh, Blakey. Blakey's oh, number two. He's, he's not number a, two. He's, the Lizard's two. I Who's, swear he runs and bounces three times every time he touches the ball. Um, a Brad Hill. Brad Hill, yes. He is equal seventh. All right. Running plays, wingmen, halfbacks. Mm. And there's a couple midfielders as well, mm. which is interesting. Three midfielders, I'd say. I'd, I'd classify three of these guys as midfielders. Petrarca? No, no Petrarca. No, he's, not, he's not a bounce player. Mm. Yeah. These guys are... Let's see. I'm trying to think. So I'll give you guys some hints. Uh, Dacos? No. No, Dacos. Goulden? No, no Goulden. Brother, this is a weird one. What about, I'm going to guess two at once, Butters or Rosie? Butters is sixth. Okay. Yep. Butters likes a bounce, huh? He does like a bounce, apparently. <laughs> who would like the, the, who are like the running halfbacks? Like Jordan Dawson doesn't bounce the ball. No. Nah. Not on the list. Ryan doesn't bounce the ball. Nope. Hayden Young? No, good guess though. Jordan Clark? No. Oh, it's got to be Sinclair. No, believe what? it or not. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he's not there either, to be honest. But yeah, he's I'm not there. I'm stumped now. Was it Tom Hickey that's never bounced the ball? <laughs> I don't know. He's not on this list. So. I, think, I think he's never bounced the ball. Like I've never seen one. any Ruckman bounce the ball, to be fair. Has Max Gorn bounced one? I think there was some article last year or something about him not bouncing it. Maybe not. They don't really need to, I guess. Um, I'll give you some little hints. Um, so there's a son in there, but he's a midfielder. Oh, Anderson. Anderson, yep. He's equal ninth. Um, let's go with... There's a Giants player. Oh, Whitfield. No. Ash? Correct. He's number wow. five, Lockie Ash. Uh, they're, they're guessable when you have the team. Mm. But when you're just guessing about the whole league, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, a Tiger? Actually, two Tigers. Two Tigers. Two. Two uh, Tigers. Shy Bolton? Yes. And he's equal ninth. Rioli. Number three. Well done, boys. There we go. Um, any left? <laughs> so, all right. We've got two bombers, actually, is the remainers. The rema- the remainers. The remaining players. Hind? Yes. He's equal what? seventh. That's a great get. No, that is a fantastic get. Because he hardly plays. He's, he's, That's right. That's what I'm saying. Has he even... Like, how many games did he play half the season at all? He, oh, look, it says he played 16 games, but he was the sub for a, a few of them. So, that's a good get. And the one who's remaining is... Rem, yeah, that's the right word. Remaining. Remaining. Rem, remaining. No D. Oh, geez. The remainder. <laughs> the remainder who is remaining is... <laughs> he just wanted that D. Yeah. Is, is a Bombers player number one. McGrath? Yes, McGrath is McGrath. number one. There we go, lads. That, that's a random list, man. I like that. Yes. I never would have yeah. expected that. That's it. Now, I thought I knew I'd catch you guys off guard with that one, but there's <laughs> kind my... of feel stupid. Like, <laughs> see, I don't know. We guess the appropriate plays, I think. Yeah, I agree. Like, Dacos not being there and Sinclair, they get so much of the ball and they push it forward so much. You'd think that they'd be up there for bounces, but really, not, not yeah. in the top 10. A lot of these players shouldn't be bouncing so much. Let's be honest. Like, you've got pretty good yardage. To get rid of the ball. How are they bouncing more than Saad though? Because that guy's personality is to bounce the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like his identity. Yeah. And McGrath's doing more. I, no one watches Essendon games. That's why. 
Never knew. Mm. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's a little uh, guess the stat line uh, segments for today. There might be some more segments later, but I'll, I'll uh, we'll get to that when Matt's we get to that. segments. Love my love me a segment, man. Why not? Sounds good, man. All right. Well, let's get into the first game of the round. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I did not enjoy watching this game almost entirely. Is that because Collingwood won? No, not at all. Actually, it was just I don't know. Like, it was a bit scrappy. Weather wasn't great. Disposal mm. wasn't clean. You're yeah, expecting fuck. like first v fourth to show a bit of quality. It seemed just like more of a wet weather slog, to be honest. I thought a lot of the finals games were kind of scrappy. A lot of kind of like dumb kicks. Maybe it was just that's just what happens with the pressure. Yeah, I think that is because like it's finals. It's this is where it really matters. You know, players they're not leaving anything to chance. Mm. So it just gets you know, um, yeah, just high pressure stuff. So, but mm. I thought Melbourne just bombing it in and just. It just getting repelled 24-7 was pretty annoying to watch. Mm. Yeah. Look, I think the thing is with Melbourne, so they didn't really show up, what, the first three quarters and then made a resurgence in the last quarter. Like, I think, I don't know, there should have been more of a response to the big incident, really, you know. And there was a bit of, you know, um, you know, Jack was a Jack Viney. He, yeah, you know, Viney. He got into a little bit of a scuffle. You know, he started a scuffle. I'm glad he did, you know. They showed a bit of heart there. Mm. But like then, you know, to just fall away on like on the field. I don't know. It's a weird one because they actually on the stat line dominated every stat. Mm. And they had more inside fifties by like twenty. Yeah, it was I think it was sixty sixty nine to thirty seven. Oh more something than something crazy like yeah. that. Which is obscene. And it just shows that the Melbourne forward line, like it's it's not it right now. The way they were kicking it in there though was not to their forwards advantage. Darcy Moore, eleven intercept possessions. Led oh, the ground, uh, led led Collingwood. Sorry, so mm. for me that says it all. They have no one that can take a pack mark either. It's not like they have like a power, like a superstar forward that can make something happen, like crazy. Mm. So and you know what, Tom McDonald was that, but that's his first game in like what two months. So, he's not that anymore, man. No, nah, see, he's not exactly. He's not that anymore. I think Van so, Royen will be that. He's got the mm, potential, but yeah. he's but he's coming too up, young. Yeah, he's yeah. coming up against a Collingwood defense that's very experienced now. Mm. So, yeah. um. Yeah, for me, we should actually touch on that first quarter incident. So, as of recording tonight, we've just found out that Maynard's been let off. Um, I, for one, you know, you sort of sway either way. For me, I'm actually a bit surprised he got let off considering usually it's more outcome-focused when they're giving punishments. I think they've given up on the outcome-focused thing. At the start of the season, it seemed to be more heavily reliant on the outcome. Now, Mm. it's more about like football acts versus... Um, it doesn't really matter if they get KO'd, obviously, because Brochel nearly died, but it, and he's jumped <laughs> off the ground and slapped the shit out of him. But it's mm. like, oh, but that's what else can he do? Which actually is a little bit more common sense. Mm. It kind of, you know what? Um, it, it's the Carlton to me, but it kind of reminds me of the Cripps incident, um, last year where he got suspended for a couple of weeks before the Brownlow, and mm. then he got let off. If that incident happened now, he would get off without a fuss, I think, because Cripps it looked like he went for the ball. And then Archie got um, KO'd and out for a couple of weeks. And everything was like, we're trying to stamp that out of the game, look at the, care for the player. That was all the narrative. Mm-hmm. And now Brayshaw has so obviously been affected and it's kind of like, yeah, but what else can he do? Uh, this, the, I feel like the way that the AFL has looked at this has changed like 10 times within the season. Yeah. Well, look, there was a part of the season at the start where all these players, like former players, pick and 
um, Gary Ebler Sr. All these dudes were coming out, you know, wanting to sue the AFL and stuff like that. So at that point, it's almost like they had to make a response, you know, of, you know, trying to, you know, mm. trying to, uh, what's it called? Uh, punish um, actions that led to concussions. So they were doing that. And then uh, the, like us as a community were just sick of it. Let's be fair. Like we're all sick of it. Us, you know, AFL fans and Supercoach fans, let's be honest. We were sick of seeing <laughs> our players go out for two or three weeks because of a tackle, which is something that should be, you know, um, uh, rewarded, if anything. So, yeah, it's it's a weird one to me, man. But the thing that gets me about it, right, is that being like a North Melbourne supporter, I remember Jack Zeevil doing something to something similar to Aaron Joseph. You know what I mean? That, that incident. Oh, uh, that was a bad one though, wasn't it? He like full jumped and just helped like, Drove into him. Yeah, <laughs> but it was different, bro. No, I don't know if it was. It's also but when look, Barry Hall like punched Brent Staker. Yeah, like, no, nah, look, look, no, no, punch a guy. Look, <laughs> what I'm getting at, right, is that it's a Collingwood player, and it's you know a couple, you know, it's a couple games away from the final. Like, I just feel 100%. like there's a little bit of like, if it was North, the player would be out for like you know the whole season. They probably would you know call for him to you know to ban him from the AFL. Like there'd be stuff like that going on. There's no like it, when it comes to conspiracy theory. I'm pretty sure it's kind of obvious that like you can get away with it whatever you want with this with the afl and this when it comes to finals and stuff the big lobbyists can get away with what they want i swear and i'm pretty obviously they're never going to admit to this and it probably isn't true but i just feel like the narrative in the media depicts what happens with the banning this one was this one was all like oh maynard's in trouble during the game and then the second the game ended nah there's nothing you could have done nothing you could have done and it was there was nothing could have done was the narrative by every expert for days, and then he's gotten off. It's pretty crazy, man. For me, what did you guys make of the Collingwood fans at the ground right after it happened? Vocally cheering Maynard every time he got the ball. Still not really showing enough, I don't know, for me, enough respect for the fact that you might support your player, but someone just literally got KO'd on the field. Yeah, I, I, it's insensitive. It's insensitive. Well, I, You know what it is? I think if you're at the game, in the spirit of the game, you probably would cheer for Maynard and it'd be funny to you but like I don't know man from the outside looking in like apparently they'll do in the Collingwood chant this that like for me I don't know man there's the whole rest of the game to support your team it's like clap everyone you want you gotta read the the moment read the moment a bit I don't know I found that a bit like it's hard to control a a crowd of uh, 90,000 people true 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 it only takes a couple of people to start a chant and you know everyone gets in so I will say I did find it kind of funny today how the news came out that Maynard not the fact that he visited him with like a bottle of wine and basically to apologize apparently but I found it funny that his bottle of wine that's what he did apparently really wow yeah, apparently visited did he have like flowers and wine or something I read anyway is that so he can get his head spinning again I don't know but <laughs> you know he's showing an apology and apparently a couple of Melbourne players were already at um, Brayshaw's house and apparently it was just very awkward I think Gorn was there and Petrarca was there they didn't take oh. too kindly to him visiting him yeah enough um, didn't enough. his mother like like he called his mother or he something called like his because mo- I think they knew each other from kids and he Maynard's uh, called his mum, as in um, Brayshaw's mum, and she wasn't happy about it. Like, I just think we need to sort of separate what happened, like the outcome versus is that a suspension or not? Because obviously his mum's going to be upset at the outcome. I mean, her son got knocked out on the field. Fair enough. His mates are going to be upset. Fair enough. Mm. But I don't know. Well, a lot of people are saying like Maynard's like a fair player. And I'm not saying he isn't, but the guy has a reputation for knocking people out. I swear every game... Within the first minute, someone's been injured from Maynard. So, oh look, he's a rough player. He's not. He, but he goes for the. He, he goes to set the tone. Yeah, he's not a nice guy on the field. Like he plays no. hard, man. Yeah. So if he keeps no, then from an opposition perspective, do you think that he did do it intentionally? 
because he's there to ruffle feathers. Look, you're his team. You're Brayshaw. And it's in the first minute of the game. Didn't he do the same thing to... Who was the ex-player? Was it Grundy that he got involved with? Was it Trelaw or someone? I can't remember can't who remember. it was. Look, if you're a Melbourne player, of course you're upset at Maynard. Like, you stick up for your boy that just got knocked out. You're mm. not... You might have had a view to see if you did it on purpose or not, but... Mm. I don't know, man. I just think. <laughs> what, what what was it like at the at the at the house with Maynard? It's I like, know. <laughs> good game on the weekend, boys. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys going to go against the Blues? Imagine oh, you tough. go to visit Brayshaw and Max Gorn opens the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go the other way. Petrarca's in the kitchen cooking I'm up done. a storm. Yeah, like, yeah, is cooking. He's making some lasagna. Bolognese. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyway, well, look. I'm sure the AFL world's going to be pissed at Collingwood. When they have Maynard just dominating the prelim, but yeah, it'll be interesting the reception he gets against whoever it'll be, Portal. They'll get Collingwood. Look, if if there's booze from the other team, there'll be equal amount of cheers from the Collingwood side, if not more. So it's just gonna they'll drown it out. To be honest, exactly right. So and maybe that's what was happening. Maybe the Melbourne supporters were booing. Look, I don't know. I can't really remember. Were they booing? I couldn't tell. It's yeah. hard to tell from probably, from, yeah. from probably not from the game. Yeah, and then that's why the Collingwood supporters were cheering just to drown out the booze. If that's the case, I'm cool with it. Fair enough. You know, support your support your guy. You know, if it, that was the case. What we haven't said is how much of an impact that had on the Melbourne performance because Brochel is a very important player to them. Mm. He's big to their run and to their transition, and they didn't have him the whole game. And I honestly think if he played the whole game and had a good <laughs> game, they would probably win. Look, mm. it's so hard to know, but Collingwood's pretty strong on the wings. Like mm. side bottom, Dacos. And then all of a sudden, Melbourne's one of their wingers, very important to their structure, is gone. So Yeah. And here's the thing with that is that it takes Petrarca out of a forward line role that he might have impacted. Because they needed a forward, a dangerous forward. Exactly. And they didn't have it. So he has to play midfield with Brayshaw out. Because mm. after Clary um, and uh, Viney, it gets a bit light on the um, mm. the inside midfield options. Like maybe... He's, I don't think Tom Sparrow played. You know what I mean? Like that. That's he like, did play. He did play. Oh, there you go. Then after that, I don't know who there is. Um, you know, mm. to play in the guts. They're so. very. They're very much relying on like a couple of blokes, but mm. those blokes are very good. Yeah, of course. But they don't. Yeah, they don't have infinite midfielders. Like Collingwood has infinite midfielders. Yeah, like even yeah, Carlton infinite mids. Like yeah. a lot of clubs do, which is interesting. Um, but. Yeah. Fair enough, uh, man. Well, look, it was only a seven-point win in the end. So, despite... That's what I'm saying. They dominate inside 50s. One of the better players that's important to the way they play. Gone from the first minute. Mm. Mm. Well, that's... Look, look, I think it's... um It it bodes well for Melbourne going into the next game considering how well they played in the last quarter. But, you know, um, they're going to be coming up against the half-decent side as well. So, um, you know... We beat them last time, bro. So. <laughs> the, we'll get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Anything um, else you guys want to mention about this game? Or I th- I just think that if you if you don't want Collingwood to win the flag, you're pretty upset that they won that prelim. <laughs> yeah. Because it means that they've dodged going to Brisbane to make it into the grand final. Yeah, and that's the thing. Brisbane in at the Gabba. They haven't lost a game this year in the Gabba. Mm, it would have been it would have been a lot. They better. they wouldn't have done it. It's simple. Mm. But now that they t- mm. they're either going to verse Port or GWS, you back them in against either at the G. Yeah. They're in the grand final, man. And you know, who knows what happens there. True. I did want to just add actually, so goal kickers for Collingwood, two guys that they've recruited this year, Bobby Hill, three goals, and mm. McStay, two goals. Yeah. Bobby Hill's been massive. Bobby yeah. Hill's been great. McStay's had a really indifferent year, but yeah. finals... It's good for their structure. You it's know good for I mean? the structure. He only had the seven touches, but he's kicked two goals in a one-goal win. So, mm. um, 
you know, the recruiting paying off when it matters most, I guess. And the rest of the team is so solid. Mm. So And the guy that they got rid of, you know, for like to make way for McStay in particular, didn't even play. So who are you talking about? Sorry? Uh, sorry, Grundy. Grundy. Oh yes, yeah. So they <laughs> <laughs> just just to just to remind that they, um, they so they got rid of Grundy, yeah, offloaded his salary so they can bring in McStay. And isn't that crazy how they've lost to a team who plays Mason Cox and Darcy Cameron? You know, mm. like you've got clearly the better two rocks. Yeah, in saying that, Gorn was crazy. Like he, he sucked at the start, bro. Like he, he missed. I think he lost the first nine hitouts, but Gorn went nuts after. That. He, had, not, he had like ten or eleven clearances as that's a rock. Not news to anyone though. Like we knew yeah. what he could do. You've gone and gotten Grundy, and then when it comes to it, you're not playing him. Mm. Even when Collingwood can prove you can play two ruckmen when one of them's not a great forward. Like oh. Cameron doesn't have much impact when he goes forward. No, yeah, but you can still clunk a mark. You know what I mean? And like I feel like you don't. Do you, I feel like you don't care as much when you have. Like another couple decent forwards in Myrcheck and ja- uh, yeah Jamie Elliott. Like I feel like you don't mind as much when one of those resting ruckmen isn't that good, you know. Yeah. But I don't even I don't even think they're that bad up forward. Like the, I think Mason Cox can take a contested mark here and there, or at least break a pack. Mm. Um, and same for um, same for Ka- uh, Cameron. True. I did want to just give some flowers just before we wrap up mm. last quarter. Man who saved the game for Collingwood, Isaac Quainor. Couple huge, he did have some big moments. Couple huge marks mm. to ice that game. Um, so yeah. yeah, shout out to my boy Isaac. They left yeah. out John Noble. I, I thought that guy was like a staple in the team. Yeah, that was a shock decision, wasn't it? But I guess mm. look, paid off mm. in the end. Yeah, they just have so many good role players, man. That even probably one of the best ones in the league. Noble couldn't get a game. Um, look, yeah. You'd be shitting yourself if you're noble in the team the whole year. Mm. Best team in the league all year. Couple of games away from the grand final, you get dropped. Yeah. And then he was probably thinking, please, may not get two weeks. Please, may not get two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's you crazy. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen. So, yeah. Um, crazy. All right. We've stalled long enough. It's time to just take the lid off, George. What am I meant to say, man? Hey, what am I meant to say? Hey, you man. say whatever My you want. My team's elite, bro. That's look, the way look, it is. It's, it's been a long time since you've been on the pod. But last time you were on the pod, it was probably something like this. I don't know how we lost. Like <laughs> I, I cannot believe how how we've we've gotten to this point where we just can't win football. No, the last time we we're on the pod, Carlton yeah. had just won a few easy games. Oh, like, that's they just beaten Hawthorne and Frio. <laughs> do, do I take it back? Do I just go on? A, do I just start talking and we'll just see, see where we end up? All right. Yeah, no, I, I'll take you guys back. Yeah. So it was after we had beat Hawks. We'd gone on two game winning streak, but we dominated both teams, right? And then. I'm talking about the mathematical chance of making finals and you, Matt is like, oh, it's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. That's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if we beat Freo, I'll G up. Yeah, and that is beat, what you said. And yeah, we, that's, that's, that's true. That's exactly what I said, right? Oh. And then we beat Freo and I don't remember if I G'd up or not, right? And then we went to Greece collectively mm-hmm. that week and I land in Athens. Like I land in Athens and I check the scores. Because I've been on, I don't have roaming. You can't check your roaming in Abu Dhabi. They charge you like $600 per megabyte, <laughs> right? I check, I land in Athens. I check, the game just ends and Cullen's been port. And we've flogged the shit out of them. We, we sourced them. We destroyed them. 50 points. <laughs> we sourced them. We sourced them, right? I don't know what that means, right? Destroyed them. I'm like, oh, it's happening. It's absolutely happening. And then began the run of weekly checking the scores at Carlton. 
in Greece and just destroying every team that came up against. Another one. Another one. Another <laughs> one. Right? Uh, I don't remember the order, but it, uh, there's some big teams there. Port, Collingwood, and Melbourne would be. And I remember, I think Collingwood was in Santorini. And I landed in Santorini and Collingwood <laughs> was playing. Shout out to Santorini, right? And I'm sitting there eating uh, lunch with like the fam and cousins and stuff. And then... Um, I'm checking the scores and Carlton's up like most of it. And then in the last quarter, we just blow away by like 20 points. And my cousin, who's a Collingwood supporter, was like, like surprised. And I'm like, nah, I knew it. I knew it. And like <laughs> I, I put an Instagram post. I'm like, man, something along the lines of Greece is cool, but like this is better. And <laughs> the amount of Carlton supporters that reached out, they were all going crazy because we knew that like it's turned. And a lot of Carlton supporters were in Greece at the time, like losing their minds, watching replays, talking about Carlton. And that was like a momentous, like that was a big win because Collingwood was the best team in the league and has been all, all year. Mm. And we, we smashed them. And we were missing like a lot of key players. No, Walsh, mm. Chera got injured for like half. And there's just something turned and I almost just started to expect winning. And I just, I couldn't get my head around losing. Mm. It's, a weird, it's weird how quickly you can kind of change your mindset from, oh, we suck. I just, like, we can't get anywhere to, no, we're not losing this. But you... It is crazy how it turned, but it wasn't normal what happened happened this year. Carlton was so bad at one point. Mm. Yeah. Struggling to kick over 60 points but, in a game. But this is the thing. I, In that period of time, I was reflecting on it and I had more trust in Carlton that was playing well because they had been so bad. Because what it means is that they've, they've been so bad and they've worked it out. Mm. Carlton has worked out what to do. They fixed their issues. As opposed to a team that's just pretty good all year and then falls short, like Saints, right? Or pretty good all year, didn't do any damage. Carlton, useless, pathetic-ass team, becomes probably the best informed team in the comp. That shows them that, oh, we've, we've looked at our game and we've gone, this is what's wrong. When you know what's wrong and you fix it, bro, what else is there to worry about? So it was pretty good. Um, I like that perspective, actually. But that, yeah. that's what it is, right? That's yeah. what, and I just... Something I don't know what happened internally, right? But they are playing as a team. Mm. And the other thing about the turnaround is the good players started playing good. Like Weedering had a bad start of the year, turned back into Weedering. Cripps is good. Cherry's been good all year. Walsh came back like a superstar. Um, you know, a couple of the other players like McGovern was playing good, Saad is good. Like a couple of those players that you expect to play good were solid. And all those randos just started to perform. And they put a couple of different um, plays in the team that added more tackling pressure. Like um, Cunningham, who's been gone for ages, came back in. He's got some speed. He's got something. Fogarty, who doesn't do anything other than tackle, but he tackles. Jack Martin, finally in form. Like, finally, the player that we paid for has come in and played really solid football. Mm. And it's funny how he just tweaked the team a little bit. Ching Cotter, who's this guy? He's just a tough half back, but he's tough. And it's like Carlton's like, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to find a way to just build this team off complete defense, which is what Michael Voss was saying when it's like, it's about defense, not attack. When we're like scoring 40 points a game and everyone was criticizing him about the defense, well, he's right. And the final team that he picked this week is just about, he just picked the biggest, baddest boys. Pirinay and it went to double, double rocks with the conning. He picked like Akers, or obviously Akers plays, but he just picked all of the boys that, a hardened season bodies and just like you're big you're strong play that's the Carlton game style so they've worked out what works for them and I think no matter what Carlton does now and I think even to next year as well they're going to be hard to beat 
because they know what makes them Carlton. So it, it's it's as a supporter, but as a supporter base and as a supporter, I'm confident in what this team is now. It's like bully ball, really. It's like they're just they're, just, they're not that skillful, man. But yeah, they're, 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 they're tough big and strong. Yeah, well, tough. Like, even a dude like George Hewitt, right? Just yeah. tough inside. You know, what and I mean? he's kind of he had a bad start to the end. He's come good. Like everyone's mm. kind of playing good at the right time. Yeah, it and that's why with the Carlton thing, it's sorry to cut you off. Okay. It, Actually, I'll get into that as well. But what uh, it'd be disappointing if Carlton, like super disappointing if Carlton lost to Sydney because this team, while they're not a top four team and while they've had such an up and down year, the current list that's there and the current form is capable of so much more than elimination final, <clears throat> I think. Mm. So I hope that they, they keep going. Mm. Fair enough, man. I was just going to say the team is quite overwhelming with their like height and power. When you think Cripps, Wiedering, Mackay, Kerno, the two rucks, yeah. Um, you well, know, even Chera, Hewitt, Walsh, Kennedy—they're all monsters. Yeah. Akers is a monster. Yeah. So yeah, Walsh and um, Chera—they're not the biggest dudes, but they're inside Chera's and tough. They're, they're, but they're like they're strong. They're mm. like they're monsters. Strong. And the thing, like Carlton's the—I think that we've talked about who's got the best midfield in the comp. I'm obviously a little bit biased, but I think Carlton's got the best midfield in the comp. All they're right. the number one contested team in the comp the whole ten-week period that they've been good. No one's been better. Mm. I was gonna that's see that's something I, I wanted to actually do. Now that you brought that up, right? I was discussing this we were discussing this in Greece actually, a segment of who has the best lines, right, in the AFL. So best defense, best midfield, best forward line. And I was saying that JWS have the best defense, right? So then so then Carlton midfield. And then Dino gets to pick the forward line, I guess. Ooh. Which is the hardest one, to be honest, because I can't think of one that I Melbourne, like. Melbourne. <laughs> uh, I think it's got to be Brisbane, doesn't it? 100% it's Brisbane. Yeah. It's, not even, it's not even a conversation. Cameron, yeah, no. Danaher's in form. Like, he puts a handful. Bailey. Yeah, Rainer. Rainer. There's a lot that, there. We said that at the same time. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Boys are still in Touch sync. drumsticks. It's got to be them. They've yeah. got some scary scoring potential when they get up and going. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. So, what yeah. did you say? Sorry, um, your other lines. Uh, so GWS defense as defense and midfield Carlton. Midfield oh. now, I guess it's Carlton. Well, man, they're the best that. in the comp at the moment. Interesting. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. But can you imagine a team like that would be very hard to beat mm. because GWS have obviously the rebounding with you know Whitfield, Ash, Himmelberg, but then they have Sam Taylor, who's the best, one of the best lockdown defenders in the league, and then you add uh, the tough midfield of. Uh, Carlton and the uh, you know the potent goal scoring of uh, Brisbane because Brisbane always you know actually oh they they get a lot of behinds randomly in games but then they'll have the other random game where they just score a lot man they get a lot of action yeah exactly that's well said well said I've got a question for you though George so obviously Carlton won elation happiness all that stuff but in that last quarter you were at the game tell me how you were feeling because essentially Carlton did that thing where they've kicked enough to win the game theoretically and Mm. they've said you know what we're going to just absorb this right now. And your defense was awesome, I will say. Very good, yeah. Um, but Sydney was playing on and playing fast footy and, and really putting the pressure on. It was an interesting game. Like, I talked, we talked about like the fact that this is my first final and I was really excited in the crowd. First of all, I don't think I've ever seen a more one-sided crowd in my life. 92,000 people. <laughs> probably 82,000 Carlton supporters. Wow. That's a lot of Carlton supporters, man. Mm. There's like a probably... Uh, like you, you look in the sea and you just see a random red dot and it could be a Cullen supporter bleeding or it could be a Sydney <laughs> like you don't know right so completely one-sided and I kind of it it was very loud at times the crowd but it wasn't loud consistently and it's very interesting because 
uh, I talked to a lot of Colin supporters um, before the game and leading up to it. And um, I went for a piss at a bar before. And like I was talk- talking to the boys in the line, like, what do you reckon we're going to win today? And everyone was like, yes. Like there wasn't one Carlton supporter that didn't expect to win. Really strange because of Carlton's history. But there was just an expectation of Carlton to win. And I mean, we've in super form, but Sydney's no slouch of a team. Mm-hmm. Right, so it was kind of it's an interesting phenomenon that there's so much confidence that Carlton was going to get the job done, and there was an expectation that Carlton you you win this, and so even though I got nervous, I do kind of feel like the crowd just kind of thought they were going to get it done. Mm. Very, it's very interesting, and you could reflect it in the the waves of um, of sound. Like when the game started, the first bounce, the noise was ridiculous. Mm. Like I. I I look back at some guy in the crowd and he's like, wow. Like, he's like, he, he's losing his mind. Like, he was so loud, man. Yeah. And then the we got off to a crazy start. Doherty kicks the goal. Yes. And, and Kerno kicks the goal. Then Akers goes for another one. It's like, we're up and about. Um, but the thing is, Carlton was leading the whole game. And so there's something about the fact that you're always ahead. Mm. I don't know. We kind of, I feel like the crowd just kind of expected to win it. And I was like, shit, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. But at the same time, I'm like, I think we'll be all right. It it was strange. Mm. Um, and then, like, you've got bigger moments where, like, Cripps kicks the goal, Chera kicks the goal, we're up against it and we bounce back a bit. But there was other points where the crowd was kind of pin drop silent. Like, mm. all right, Blues, show us what you got. We don't really know what to do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of an expectation, I think, from the crowd to get the job done. It wasn't as – I don't know if the crowd – was willing the team as much as they had in the past, like against Collingwood last year, last round. Because I do really think they just kind of expected to win. And part of me just like, no, nah, there's no chance. I can't accept this loss. And a part of me was like, all right, if I can't accept the loss, just wait and see what happens. So after that really long thing, I wasn't that stressed. See, yeah, fair enough. Me as a neutral watching it without having seen Collingwood's great form, mm. like we were saying before because we were in Greece, but... Obviously, there's that score review. It was touched, but it was close. Mm. And you're just thinking, okay, if Sydney gets that one, mm. one more score. And From know. a logical perspective, they almost sh- should have won. But at the same time, we gave up like four goals in our defense, kicking it to the opposition, right? Mackay kicks, misses two goals from the goal square. <laughs> Can we talk about that just for like a minute? Yeah. That's seriously like the one on the run... Obviously, he's closer, but sometimes when you're on the run and someone just like slightly touches the back of your leg, maybe you can excuse that. I don't, but let's the just one say that. Like the one on the run is, is really annoying, but the guy's like 205 centimeters running full pelt, maybe. Yeah. You cannot miss a shot. I would never in my life miss that shot. It's impossible. I've, I've never, ever missed a shot I've like that. I've played footy with you at the park. I can agree I could kick that. the ball behind my back and not miss that. It's 10 <laughs> meters. See that? Look, he's not going to be in the next game. Mm. But, man, you you do need him there because he's a great presence and focal point. Yeah. Look, but, he actually had a good game up to his miss. right? He he. The first two goals, I think, were like assists from him. The first two goals were assists from him. A couple of contested marks throughout the game. He's an important player, but... But the scores man. win the match, man. Like... If he had kicked that goal in the, in the third quarter, we'd be up by 35 points. And imagine that wow. Sydney score review went the other way. And you've lost the game, and this guy's missed two from ten meters out. Yeah, mm. like that's you can't come back from that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, it is crazy. It reminds me of, again of that Collingwood game last year. Last quarter, we're up by twenty three points, and Charlie Kerno 
has a shot for goal and he rushes it and he misses. And then Collingwood goes on a tear and, and wins, right? We have a chance to go 35 points up in the third quarter. Mm. Mackay misses and Sydney go on a tear. It's, yeah. it's, it's, un, it's, it's unforgivable. Scoreboard pressure is the biggest thing in finals. You need them to take your chances. I think we put the we kicked that goal and we probably ended up winning by 40, 50 points. I know it sounds crazy, but I'd, I... I agree, to be honest. Yeah, you, you would have put it to put the game to rest. It would have been nails in the coffin. Yeah. Um, but man, that, that, um, the commentary like, after that, McCoy, <laughs> this was hilarious, man. Like, BT, wow, did you see that, Richo? Like, that, that, was re- that was hilarious, bro. <laughs> That was just like they're watching the game, just sitting there in there, you know. In the, uh, the it must be so hard to be Harry, man. That's that's pretty brutal. Yeah, that that is, man. That is. But look, at the end, at the end, at the end of the day, that, that he guys won. <laughs> so I'm sure you know he doesn't really care about yeah. that. So um, I mean, like Carlton had their had their chances to really do it, but so did Sydney. We'll talk a bit about Sydney. Yeah, let's talk about the. We're going to be talking about the teams that are now eliminated, similar to how we did yeah. last week, me and Matza. So just. General overview of their season, just quickly, and also mm. who's their MVP, um, mm. and we'll just go from there. But yeah, what did you make of them, George? You saw them up close in the high-pressure game. Fascinating team because really they shouldn't have been in the finals at all, right? Mm. Like like they should not have been in the finals. It's they, wild, man. They we, lost. We played them. You're right. Not only that, though, but North should have beat them when that interchange mm. happened. I was at yes. that game. So yes. what's the stat with when you lose the grand final, like you, you suffer the next year? Right, that the can that, go both did ways. You say win the grand final when you, you lose suffer. the grand final, yeah. you suffer the next year. Yeah, right? yeah. So Sydney actually did that. Yeah, and Legit. I don't know what the stat. I can't remember what the stat was where both grand finalists miss. But we should have made history this year because Geelong missed and Sydney missed, but they didn't because of the goal review with Adelaide. Mm. And again, that North North the, had them. They that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. how many chances this year? And they've had a unlucky as well because like there was the Florent goal they got touched on the line as well but I mean that's mm. legal yeah. but they just had such an up and down season they start their first game of the season they destroy Gold Coast by like 70 points mm. I'm like this, this team is on they're ready mm. right and then they they're not very good and then their season's over if they lose to you guys yeah. and like yeah. some by some chance they find a way to, to do it in the most ridiculous way well they again they didn't do anything like there was a stuff up on the bench like yeah. North Again, I was at that game. It was it was wild, but um, they were so low in confidence at that game. North p- played okay considering our levels, mm. but Sydney was horrendous. Turnovers, mm. like the forward line was non-functional. Yeah. Um, and since then, though, that sort of gave them like an it enlightenment. Gave them something. It just gave them there was something. like a, a some belief yeah. just randomly out of that game, like. Yeah. And then, like before you know it, again we were missing for a bit of a chunk of the season, so I don't know the exact narrative of what how they've been playing and all that. But well, they went on a tear for a bit. They had like a five or six game winning streak, um, like the Giants. Mm. And um, but the thing is, is yeah, okay, so they shouldn't have been there, but at the same time, they're still pretty damn good side. Yeah, and like they're, they're extremely young, man. Like their young. best players are Golden, Jake Warner, Blakey. Blakey. Um, they're all young guys, and yeah. I think the thing that's that sort of stuffed them up is that their key position stocks. And I feel like I say this every week about Sydney, like when we were back, when, you know, when we were doing weekly pods. But they they don't have key positions, man. Like they, well, they lost McCartan. They lost McCartan, right? Yeah, they lost, and that's that's super sad. And then what's his name? Um, Buddy obviously is falling away. Um, Logan McDonald, he can't really do it all on, all on his own. But at least, and they, I don't know if he's that that good to be honest with you. But, but at least they young. do have a few developing young forwards like Amade, McDonald, 
and I was gonna say Amadi was injured for half the season because he yeah. was someone that they were gonna really look to. He's good to oh, you know provide that option up forward, and it just that, it couldn't happen. Um, well, McLean had a good game. He beat. He did. He he was yeah. more impactful than than Kerno. Yeah. Mm. So I think they do have some decent key position stocks. They were just really injured mm. for a lot of the year. The defense though does need. Some yeah. help. Well, that's why they're linked to um your boy. Our boy. Yeah, Ben Mackay. We'll talk and about that soon. Yeah, we will. We will. And um, they need a rough one because Hickey's Hickey retired. Yeah, and that that could be Brody. But then he might go. To, I've heard Brody Port Power and Sydney. Mm. Um, mm. I I I don't know. I prefer him to go to Sydney because I don't want Port to be good. Interesting. So, who's who's the Swans MVP this year? Oh, uh, Goulden. <laughs> Easy. Uh, Golden is an absolute superstar. He's every bit as good as Butters. He is mm. he's insanely good. Yeah. Like insanely good. Yeah. He put him on their back. And I think Blakey is a ridiculously good player. I was gonna say, just mm. to be different, I'll go Blakey. Yeah. Like yeah. he's I don't know if he's recognized like I think this guy's like as elite as elite gets. Mm. And he's not like a key defender. He's a he's a halfback. But he can play like on a tall opponent and beat him in a one on one. Mm. And the thing about him and his is kicking that, is elite. Like, yeah. And when he runs, his neck goes to the side and yeah. it's hilarious, man. Like, it sucks as a North fan because he chose Sydney over us. But it's hard. Like, you know, you have to recognize how good he is, man. Like, he's yeah. just, he's, he's one of my favorite players to watch. We, I hate that. We desperately need someone like that. <laughs> oh, no, he'd be perfect for us, man. Um, I think there was some stat where, like, every single one of his kicks inside 50 hit a target. The game. Yeah, that's that's it that was sounds good. like hyperbole, and but when <laughs> like <laughs> every kick, no, I think there were, I think there was about thirteen kicks, and only mm. one didn't in the in the last quarter, like late last quarter, because it was like a pack situation. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, that's he, he impacts the game though. There's some players that just rack up the ball, and you look at the score sheet, and you're like, oh, how did he have twenty touches? Yeah. Like I think Hoskin Elliott mm. had like twenty touches, and you're like, really, did he? Yeah. But Blakey, if he has twenty, you, you feel notice it. every single you, one. You feel it hurts it. you. You feel it. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's a Cullen when you're up against it. Mm. But yeah, look, uh, Sydney's like just a really efficient, really strong kicking side. I think they're probably lacking some strength around the ball. Mm. Um, they're lacking some key position players, but no one's really stressed about Sydney. They're always good. So yeah. look, there's going to be a lot of um, players um, that they can pick up in regards to midfielders. There's like already um, Bytel got. The listed today. True. Yeah. So that's, you know, a player there. Paddy Dow is always, you know, up in the market. So they'll find someone. Yeah. That um can uh, help, you know, beef them up a little bit. Um and they'll they'll be they'll probably make finals next year based on the fact that there's gonna just be natural progression. Um well, that's, that's my that's my guess anyway. Yeah. I mean yep. they they're very good at recruiting through their academy and, and getting talent. So mm. yeah. Um we did mention um Ben Mackay, just for a moment there, in terms of Sydney's mm. um, pursuits. Now, seeing as though there was an article today about North Melbourne meeting with the AFL regarding compensation, I just wanted to sound out, George, because I know how Matza feels about it. We've yep. spoken about it constantly throughout the year. Ad nauseum. Um, but, George, so last year, <laughs> North gets a few picks gifted to them late first round, early second, which they had to trade for players. That was It, was, the rule. it wasn't late first, it was second round and third round. Just the, just the Second and third, sorry. Yep. So they have to trade these for established players. That was part of the deal. And that's that's all they got, right? This year, there's not been a defined um, thing being said and reported of what exactly we're asking for other than allowance to draft um, top 10 likely Riley Sanders through the academy. Um, how do you feel if North was to get something substantial? Like I'm talking first round... That's a priority pick. Priority pick. Apparently, we're going to ask for a lot more than last year. How does that make you feel as a neutral? Well, I'm not for it, but 
I think what you guys are probably going to say is like everyone gets priority picks. They just we just don't know about it. Is that your rebuttal? Look, we do know about it though. What do you mean we don't know about? Well, it? I don't like no one. What you don't you don't know it. about the Gold Coast package that they got? That they got everything. That they got yeah, but Gold pick Coast one and two. They got a set, mid mid first. You can't round talk pick. about Gold Coast. Everyone leaves Gold Coast. They they deserve a priority pick. Mm. What's North's excuse? They just been shit forever, like Carlton. Yeah, but then it would Carlton to, didn't get priority picks, man. I yeah, swear. No, the thing is, no, you guys have. I'm what? sure. I'm sure you guys. What did have we get? Picks. What did we sure. get? Look, I, I need to go back and research, and we'll come back. This is something we're going to talk about a lot. This yeah. isn't the first time. This is not the first and last That's time. That's what I'm saying. People don't really know. Like normal supporters don't really know what other teams get for. Yeah. There's, there's I, a I've, list of I've, teams I've, that have received compo. Yeah, I, can, I've, and I've done my research. One of them was at a similar sort of level to us. Was when Melbourne were really bad, and we remember that they got you know Trengove and Scully one and two. That was another one. They were similarly bad to us in regards to their like their. Yeah positions on the ladder us it's been 17 18 18 17 mm. that is woeful that is that's and you know the thing is the sev- the years that we were 17 i'm pretty sure we still had the min like the least amount of points we were only up on percentage so literally you're talking bottom of the ladder least wins for four seasons and straight that is clear as day on that on its own is enough to to for me to show that compensation or not compo Priority assistance is needed. But on top of that, in each of the last four drafts, three father sons have been, sorry, no, two father sons have been the best player in the draft. Mm. And the other one was an academy player. Dacos, Ashcroft, and Hugo Hagen, Hagen. which we could use a forward. Absolutely. Um, my sense is this this might surprise you. I hate priority picks. So just to put it on the record, right? They don't say that. No, no. The reality <laughs> you're, is, you're, 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 uh, you're, I agree. You're, you're not like, helping. You're not helping the agenda. No, right? no. Because like, if you're <laughs> shit, like, get better. Well, here's my thing. It's not so much if you're shit, get better. Because sometimes things just happen, right? Like, players can get injured, retire, want to leave for some reason. So it's a hard game to well, play. Well, that's the that's the Gold Coast kind of argument. It's like everyone always leaves. They can't develop their. Fair players. enough. Fine. And yeah, here's what I'm saying though. So like, I think the draft is compromised enough with father sons academies, this and that. Throwing another spanner in the works of just priority picks, I think is hard to sort of judge and there's no defined rule of who gets what, when, right? So, it's very blurry in saying that. It is a thing and I'm a North Melbourne fan and my team, like Matt has said, has finished in the bottom two four years in a row and had about 20 less wins than the next worst team. So, we've not only been bad, we've been quite clearly the worst team over four years. It's shocking. So, I've been saying for the whole year now since I realized after... The first two rounds we won, but since I realized that that was all just a fairy tale and we're going to be a bad team again, I've been saying I want to own this first round. I've been saying it constantly to Matza every time I see him. Give me this first round. I want to have pick like two or three times in it. Mm. We've got Ports pick. Cool. We've got pick two. Cool. Mm. Ben Mackay, this is where the conversation started, right? So apparently he's going to get paid enough where North, uh, the compensation we get for him leaving first round. is after our first round pick, which just so happens to be pick three. So anyone saying Mackay's not worth pick three, fair enough. But that's the rule. And again, I hate these rules, to be honest. This is com- but this is compensation, not priority. This is different, right? So well. I ha- again, I hate this rule. I hate the priority rule. But it's the rules. So guess what? Give me it. The issue then is the priority what's pick. What's the rule with priority pick though? The prior- exactly. There's, there's no there's clear no, defined no. what do you get. Now, as far as I'm concerned, what we're mainly going for here is access to draft... Riley Sanders, who's going to be a good mid, top 10 pick, mm. as Next Generation Academy, just like how Gold Coast is going to pick three first-round picks this year through their academy. 
Jed Walter, mm-hmm. the best key forward, who again North won't get access to. Mm-hmm. They're going to just pick him whenever someone bids on him. And there's another two in the later first round or mid. As a Ruckman who we could use as well. So basically, North's going to say... But if if AFL looks at North and say, all right, you're getting three picks in the first round, we're not going to give you a compensation, uh, a priority pick. That's what I'm saying. It's Is that stupid? I don't know. Should it matter? I don't know. There's no mm. guarantee that these kids will be, you know, that good. It's, mm. it's really a lottery. So mm. ultimately, my stance is I hate this stuff, but... Anyone else be in my position, be Matt's position, watching this team win a silly amount of low games, a low amount of games in four years and tell me that you'd not want it. Oh, of course as North fans you want it. But of course as opposition fans you don't want it. But why do opposition fans give a shit? You're not watching North every week. Exactly. Well, Exactly right. And most of your teams are just fine. No no team is going to want another team to have an advantage over them. Fair enough. But I think some of the commentary from the other fans is just so hypocritical. Mm. Like, and if your team is in, they yeah. seem to mix up the fact that compensation and priority is not like they're different things. Mm. I, I, that that because I'm on Twitter, I have to read all this bullshit. <laughs> it's X, just X, X X. No, it's it's Twitter, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, sorry, Elon. But it's just. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah. my my thing that I've just been saying in my head the last few weeks is our picks that we're gonna have, and I'm just like two, three. Four. Sanders, 17. That's all I've been saying. Mm. Or oh, 16 now because Port dropped. Two, three, Sanders, 16. That's what I'm just repeating in my head and I want it. And I'll take even more. I don't mind the strategy of just trading your picks for good players then. If the draft is that hard to get good talent. But we got... That's the thing I'm excited about, man. Like we got Sheezel Wardlaw this year, like last year. Mm. Can you imagine getting very like, clearly very good. Can you imagine getting like three of those? You imagine mm. another two or three. Yeah. yeah. That'd be lovely. Mm. Oh, look, it's it, surprisingly hard to nail... Picks in the top 10. It is, yeah. Mm. I um, think the midfielders usually go right, but Paddy Dow is a pick three. Yeah. Mm. And North's done, people say we don't draft well, and we're not going to talk about this too much, but like Thomas, LDU, she's mm. a Wardlaw. There's some good picks there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give me the first round. Thank you, AFL. Yep. We'll keep you posted. Apparently, it says in the article here that they're going to have a decision by grand final week. So not too long away. Mm. A couple of weeks. Um, cool. Uh, I like it then. I like it. Yeah, just the need as we said. I'm sick and tired mm. of reading people say just move them to Tassie, this, that. Just piss off, man. Honestly. Yeah, no, no, that. Tassie, well, they're, 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 they're getting their own team. Yeah, it's been no, confirmed. It's, it's no, they're late. building a stadium for you. They're <laughs> just going to change <laughs> the jersey. Smack you, George. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have talked about how bad, but I said this to Matt, I think, well, when we were in Greece. West Coast lost by like record margins all year. They lost by 170 points to Sydney. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you guys were still last on the ladder. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's they men- beat us. That is mental. Yeah. And the thing is, one of the years that we were 17th, like four years ago, they were fifth. You know what I mean? So we're an outlier bad for the last four years. Because yeah. even West Coast have had some relative success in that time. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's. Uh, I think we move on to the next game. To be yeah, yeah. So the Saints, yeah. I did tip them for my boy Chris last week. Yeah, but that, that was... That, yeah. I must say... No one expected them to win. Surely not. Honestly, like... It's sort of had an aura, like as soon as GWS kicked a few early ones, everyone's thinking, oh, yeah, nah, same time winning this. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I just wanted to say what was hilarious to me was like throughout the third and fourth quarters when Saints are clearly going to lose, they're down like seven, six, seven goals. The commentators still like commentating every St. Kilda <laughs> attack as if like if they get a goal now, they're in it. Yeah, like mad respect job. to those commentators. They kept me like looking at the screen when I was stopped paying attention, like, oh, something happened. Like nothing was happening. <laughs> Saints were dead. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I think GWS man, I think it's finally their their 
their patience and all those you know first round picks that they've had you know all the players that have left all this stuff that's happened it's finally just culminated into a really good team and kingsley all the flowers to him man he set that team up so well like guys like whitfield he's brought the best out of him again locky ash he's playing half back can you believe he's gonna play he's playing a guy that you drafted in the top what three or four as a half back he's playing him half back and he's been good like it's just it's and Himmelberg, you know, putting him back into the defense as where he should be. It's it's just great to see, man. And um, I don't know they're, they're my favorite team right now in the finals. I hope that they win the whole thing. Probably won't, but stranger things have happened. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time GWS have been good, but it has the first in a while. And mm. it's obvious that the coaches had a big influence in the way that they play. You're right. He's getting the best out of his players, mm. and they're just they're, they're a tough team. They're tough. They're relentless. They've won. They had the stat where they've won in like a, a record number of venues in one year, like eleven different venues, so they can travel, which is which means that like if you get them wherever, it's not going to impact their ability to win. Like if they had to go to the MCG to win or wherever, Port, they're going to Port now, right? They're going to Adelaide. It's not going to affect. It shouldn't affect them, even though Port smashed them recently. Mm. But like you, you back them in with the momentum and the way that they're playing. So look, it's good to see. Mm. I think as well, their forward line. Luke. Obviously, Toby Green, all Australian captain this year. Mm. Riccardi's just stepped up. Yeah, and he's just like you can't leave that guy on a poor defender. He just abuses them. Like mm. absolutely she, freaky talent, in my opinion. And even Jesse Hogan as well, man. We forget how highly touted he was at one point, mm. and you know you sort of dismiss him because of all of the uh, the issues that he had. But man, you know that's yeah. those are two really strong key position players up forward. And then you add the role players, who I think they might have the best role players. In the game, like um, Bedford, gun, and Brett Daniels, gun. Yeah, Daniel, Daniels is underrated. I think absolutely, man, absolutely. He's one of the better. He's one of the better, like lower the eyes kicks type guys mm. in the comp, or maybe not in the comp, but he's up there. You know, he's very efficient with it. And so. Finn Callahan as well, like high end draft pick, injuries coming in, and mm. just all of a sudden now, doesn't get spoken of like he's a what was he like top three or four pick, but yeah. You know, he's coming on really well. He's a dangerous player. If we're going to add to the whole North compensation thing, right? If, <laughs> if right, we knew that Horn Francis was going to be a little sook and leave, we probably would have gone with Finn Callahan. Victorian, midfielder, tall, good kick. He would yeah. have been perfect. So, you know what I mean? But anyway, um, back to GWS. Yeah, they're... As, speaking of like classy mids as well, man. Left footer, Josh Kelly. Oh, yeah. Ten yeah. coaches votes yeah, as well. He was huge. Huge player, man. He's fantastic, man. Um, they were awesome. And they, they won without Cogs as well. Yeah, true, man. True. Like we're just we're really we're loading up. We, we're giving JWS the, the the florist right now. Man, they've like, had a very. We're giving him the flowers. They've had a, a tough lot. run, right? Yeah. And they've had to go to a lot of venues. No one give, gives a shit about them. Type mm-hmm. of just give them the bad time start in the bad stadium, and they've just kind of dealt with it. And got the job done. So they're showtime now, though, man. They're, they're not. They, they can't be forgotten about anymore. They won't be next year. Yeah, they, they're so fun to watch. Mm. You know, again, the rebounding of the defense, the classy midfielders. Oh man, I must say, I am surprised though that the Saints, being a more defensive-oriented team under Ross Lyon, conceded fifteen goals. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's just because of the firepower, man. Yeah, they've got a lot of firepower. I was expecting a scrappier game, to be honest. Like GWS really played through them so well. Ran hard, turned out. Killed them off the turnover. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll do the little little St. Kilda review like mm. based of this game and this season, right? I think this game showed what we were, we were all talking about, you know, throughout the season that like 
you can't win when it matters with just defense. You need to put, you know, goals on the board. And it, yeah, just it's sort of uh, it sort of reared its ugly head, you know, in the finals, you know. But at the same time, credit to St. Kilda. I thought they were going to be like bottom six this year. But they were sixth in the end. See, we keep forgetting so. to grab our preseason ladder and just <laughs> laugh at it. Um, yeah, but they were in the bo- near the they, bottom. They haven't yeah. had an identity for a couple of years, and Ross has given them an identity. And it showed like Ross is known for his defense, and he's come in in his first year. He's got them into elimination final. Like it's mm. it's a pretty good effort. Mm. I, I think the Saints. I don't know if they overachieved, but they. I think they went as far as they could go with the talent on their list. They've yeah. got, I think they've got a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but they've built a foundation and a game plan that they can then draft to. So it's not negatives mm-hmm. for Saints. It's just yeah. it's just the first step. Yeah, and look, you look into next year, right? Like just based on like outside run and class, Nazaya, um, you got Jack Sinclair, you've got um, uh, Brad Hill. They're gonna get Liam Henry next year if mm-hmm. they if they can pull together a trade package. They will, I'm sure. They will. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, they have to. They have to. Um, that's a lot of great, you know, run that they have there. Man, that's that's it's it's looking pretty good, man. I think on that note as well, a few of their players really come on this year, like Mitch Owens, um, mm. Winhager had some good games, mm. Wangani Malera had some really good games. Yeah. Low key Rowan Marshall is top three. Yep. Had like, a, just, just about in the most of the year as well, which is good. Mm-hmm. What do you think that they need? I think that they need like a really another gun midfielder, personally. They need mm. a midfielder who can hit the scoreboard and be that X factor. Because they, like they use, the they've used Sinclair in the midfield, but I think they'd prefer to have him on the half back line. Yeah, yeah. Right, because he's he's a beautiful kick. If they had just a, some grunt midfielders, like Jack Steele's good, and he had like he had a good, really good final, right? But I feel like they're limited in. in if you look at like their super coach scores, like you've got your main five blokes, they killed it, and then the rest of the team just nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. So they're just gonna up their talent a bit over the next couple of years. But like if they if their inside midfielders are like Brad Crouch. And like steel, steel win Hager. Like it's just, yeah. it's just, it's lacking compared to Josh Kelly, Tom Green, Caniglio, Whitfield. Yeah. Like it's just not even remotely the same. I have a solution, right? Philippu, play him in the guts. Well, when maybe he, eventually. He, yeah, like if he, he's one of those dudes. He's got like dynamic player written all over him. That's the dude. If he builds up a bit of a tank. Yeah, chuck that's him fair. in the guts. So that's that's my solution. Well, that's the projection for, for him. So hopefully he can yeah. hit that potential for them. Well, but I just think they've they've got players that they've drafted that haven't like Jack Billings never became anything. Yeah, I mean they drafted in the same draft Hunter Clark and Nick Coffield, who were both talented players, but yeah. never they've never got off the ground. They're always injured. Yeah, B grade, C grade players. To be honest with you, but and they started yeah. their careers really strong. Yeah. I just think injuries have got to them. I think they're yeah. talented, but they really it looks like now two wasted picks in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it kind of hurts your ability to to proceed. Like, yeah, when when potentially really talented players just don't don't go off the ground. That's mm. fair. MVP this year, Sinclair. Fair enough. Or um, or Marshall. Yeah, I was. Just, I'm gonna go Marshall. I'll go again, just to be different. One gonna Miller for me. He's been yeah. very good. He's been yeah. very good. And the other thing is, you could have even said Machito Owens as well. Correct. There's, yep. there's, they've got they've got a good list, man. Mm. Like, you know. I think gen- generally, like you give him like a B plus on the season. Mm. You know I think you I mean? give him high maybe on the a, season, maybe even A minus. You know, yeah. they I mean? made the finals. It's tough to make the finals. Super competitive year. Mm. Just it, don't. They just don't think that they have the power to really do much more than what they did. Yeah. Should touch as well on the fact that pre-game, um, the Tim Membry situation. Do you guys read about that? Yeah, we don't know I, I the situation been. though. Yeah, do, what, what do you know? Not a lot of details. Just some yeah. personal. I think it's a mental health matter, but I'm yeah. not gonna. We'll say much more than what's been know, said. He, where we'll be thinking of memory, man. He's a, he's a good player. No, we don't want anyone to be in that sort of well, situation. Yeah, it happened the morning of, and St. Kilda actually didn't have 
Um, I think it was Kamenidi they brought in for him. He actually wasn't on their emergencies. Yeah, they gave him an exception. They had to do yeah, an exception. So, And apparently, yeah, obviously, a few of the Saints players were shocked by it. And it's hard to know what impact that had on the game. But yeah. it would be, obviously, um, you know, if it's your mate. Yeah, no, nah, true, so. true. But yeah, no. Nah, um, um, yeah, that's... Uh, the, the way, like, I'm guessing, right, like, I've never played, like, footy you know, at any level, <laughs> but like, I'm sure that their, their community would be so strong and they'll, they'll come together and really help him out. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, of course. hopefully he'll be back next year, you know, hopefully, um, man, you yeah, know, I reckon he's still got footy in him. So yeah. Oh, he's got the talent. It's just a matter of, mm-hmm. if he can, he's important yeah. for their structure. Be mm-hmm. done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it can't just be Max King all on his own. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the forward line, you know, you need someone else to, you know, mm-hmm. to smash a few packs and yeah. Um, Fair enough. No, I just thought, yeah, worth mentioning. Yeah, no, I agree. It was a pretty big impact on the game, in my Mm. opinion. But um, all right, let's talk about the last game of the round. So the Lions doing what they do with the Gabba, finishing off the power. They haven't lost the game. Man. They're scary there. They are. They are just... like I'm looking at their team. I'm like, oh, they've got that guy. And then they've got that guy. And then they've got that guy. And then they've they've got that guy. And then they've got Ashcroft, who isn't even going to play. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so stacked with talent. They don't look like... They have any flaws at the moment? No, no. It's just man. The like, only flaw that might come up, sorry about that, is yeah. mentally. We know they don't lose at the Gabba. They're in this position now where they shouldn't lose at the Gabba. Really, if they play Carlton or Melbourne next week, they're the favourites. Uh, they're they going to win. win. They're going to win. They should, yeah. right? Yeah, they're yeah. going to win. But that's just the danger, isn't it? When you're so heavily favoured, will the pressure get to them? I don't, I don't think nah, it will, man. They've nah. been they've been a, a strong team for a long time now. They're a pretty seasoned team. That's the thing though, like the assumption is, and usually you lose and then you, you know, get mentally stronger and then eventually you win. I I agree with you. They should make it. The assumption is that they will make it, but there is still that hurdle to cross. Mm. Oh, they still have to do it. Yeah. 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 Like, look, they're like, I was trying to say one of the dudes, this is a bit off topic to what you guys were saying, but Jasper Fletcher. Yeah. Man. Talent. That's just, man, I didn't expect to like enjoy like, you know, a young player. Like just, the, I don't know, you know, when those, those father sons, you just think, hey, he's just there because he's, you know, a father son. He's not just there because he's a father son, yeah, he's man. Pretty good player. He's a, like a proper player, man. Mm-hmm. The little intercept that he did on the half back line and then set up the goal to where like, I think it was, he passed it to, I don't know if it was Charlie Cameron or something and then Cameron to Hipwood. Hipwood runs like five meters and then realizes, oh, I actually have to keep going now. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, I will yeah, score yeah, the goal. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that, that's that was hilarious, man. It all started from a Jasper Fletcher um, little uh, um, halfback intercept. A couple goals as well. He shows, natural footballer, man. Yeah, I was going to say natural football. Like he shows that IQ where he can grab the ball. His first few steps are really powerful. Like he can mm. evade the pack, handball, and then just go. And he's really athletic as well. Mm. Good runner. He doesn't look like he shies away. Like he's not a nervous player. No, he's got confidence, man. Mm. For such yeah. a young kid, that's crazy to be so confident mm. on the footy field. And another, they have a random... First, like, you know, number one draft pick who I always forget about, Cam Rayner. He just pops <laughs> up and he's all of his goals were amazing. Yeah, he's a finals player, this guy. <laughs> he is, man. He is. He's so powerful. Like, they likened him to Dusty, but you can see why. Yeah, yeah. Mm. McLuggage, who I famously thought would be leaving the Lions at the start of the year. <laughs> he's, he's actually ended up having a really good season. Yeah. Did you, he, see, mate, did you see Super Coach um, to Dream Team? Bruh. It was like 95 to 150. He's, he's inside, Something crazy like he's that. He's inside 50. Like every inside 50 kick hits a target. He's so classy. He had like 10 clearances. Like he's, he's actually been, from the halfway point of the season, he's been phenomenal. Probably even their best player. Mm. From the halfway point of the season. Yeah, he took mm. over from Dunkley and Neil as the best midfielder. When Ashcroft, especially when Ashcroft got injured, 
he just he gets more midfield time. Yeah, he's he's been dominant. Yeah. He's a really really good player. I don't know what was wrong with him in the first part of the season, but he's back mm-hmm. to his best. And they need him to. They need these players to be at their best if they want to win. Like you need your mm-hmm. best 100%. to be gunning it. Because Neil's been well held a couple of weeks in a row. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I guess it hasn't really mattered in the end. But well, yeah. not when you've got so many other players streaming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, and then of course, yeah, Danaher five, Cameron getting a couple. Yeah, and that forward line we just spoke about it a bit before, but damn. Mm-hmm. When they're up and about. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say one positive for Port, but then we can trash talk them all. Actually, there's a few positives, but let's just go. The one, the big one for me was Ollie Lord. All four of his goals were just just smart footballer goals. Mm. One, like one of them contested Mark, one-on-one with Harrison Andrews of all people. Another one was like a mark on the goal line because the other two defenders weren't paying attention. And then one snap crumb and one banana crumb. Mm. That's just that's unbelievable for the, the, the unlikely hero. Yeah, exactly, man. The Lord was the hero, man. Marshall's out this week apparently, so he's going to need to do that and some. Yeah, we'll to make leave, sure yeah. they get the win. But mm. um, look, obviously, guys like Butters and Rosie did their thing throughout the game. But that Rosie goal. That's stupid. He's a talented boy. You know what he did? It was like um, he was like he was. It's like in basketball, he was like he was within the three point line, but he's like, no, I want a three. So he just came back out <laughs> and then kicked it. That's what it looked like to just me, man. Back, but I think fifty. Yeah, step back, step back, fifty. I think someone's got to remind him it's still six points. Like it's you know, it's not like the um, what was it the nab. What was it the called? Wizard Cup or something? Yeah, whatever it was. Remember <laughs> oh, the, nine, 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 the nine pointers? pointers. There's no nine pointers you know, anymore. Bring the nine right? pointer back. I'm for it. Look, I'm not against it at all, man. That's such like, a that'd be such a crazy change to the game. Yeah, Jaden Short all of a sudden is like yeah. MVP because <laughs> 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 he's, he's he's basically he'd be Steph Curry, bro. Fair. You know what I mean? Those those deep bombs. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but Wait, uh, let's talk the power. So I said last week, Port uh, was a power failure. You were saying a bit. I there? said Port's going to get swept. And it wasn't even a hate thing. It was just they're playing Brisbane. I knew they were going to lose. You know what's so funny about Port? They won 13 games in a row. That's what I said last week. And bro. then everyone just gave up on them. I think and everyone was... realized like they were on a streak. They were playing great footy, but... Peak too early. Peak too early, yeah. Mm. And they haven't rediscovered the form. And the reason I said they're going to get swept is, not again, not out of hate, but you're playing Brisbane at the Gabba. Brisbane mm. was not going to lose that game. Mm. And this week, they're playing... What I predicted last week, I, I tipped Saints, but either way, they would have been playing a pretty plucky team, defensive-minded team. Giants are in form, so Giants have won now. We can talk about them. You mean to tell me you have like confidence that Port's just going to win this because they finished in the top four? No but way. But they, they did beat the Giants recently, it's convincingly. I, I'm not convinced that matters, to be honest. Like For me, the Giants have nothing to lose. They, like we said before, they can win everywhere. Port now is faced with this thing of shit. We can't get sweat. Like the pressure's up, man. Yeah, like, like giants are coming like like a storm. They're coming right? like a storm, bro. Yeah. The, if you're poor, you'd be scared. But I wouldn't be too willing to... Like if you're poor, I think you're still confident you get the job done. Surely. Oh, man. Good teams have been swept every year for the last few years, man. I don't know. Mm. It's a oh, tough one. Mate, I'd love for them to get swept, bro. So would I. <laughs> Who's a better matchup for Collingwood? That's what I want to know. Ooh. I honestly don't think it matters. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't think either <laughs> of these right. teams can beat the Pies at the G. Yeah. yeah. Um, it would be yeah. nice if it's the Giants. Imagine the imagine, Giants were in the game at halftime. Imagine that Giants-Lions grand final. Uh, That's so random. Uh, honestly. Yeah, honestly. And, and the MCG it, doesn't even sell out. <laughs> Look, I'll There's buy 70, a ticket. I will buy a ticket. Those, <laughs> giving away honestly, tickets. Straight up, that, those are my two favorite teams left. 
Like, sorry, Georgie. They are Come my on, two favorite. Come on, the baggers, bro. Like, look, I, I love the baggers for you, right? But like, if you didn't go for the bombers, sorry for the bombs. If you didn't go for the baggers, <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit about it, bro. It's all. It would, it would be Brisbane and and GWS for me. So Fair I'd enough. love that. I'd love that. Um, but yeah, look, the power for me. Yeah, they're at a big, big risk here this week. Um, should we get into the tipping then? Maybe we'll just start with that game and go backwards. Yeah, there's only two games a to talk about. Little so. preview. So the f- what's the first one? First one is um, Carlton, isn't it? Friday night. Yeah, yeah sure. Carlton Melbourne at the G. Well, there's only two games. It's only two games. So we'll talk about that It'll one. Be Mel- Melbourne Carlton. It's a Melbourne home game. Is it? Oh, so, there you go. Melbourne yeah. Carlton. <laughs> the tickets the sold big out. Difference, you know. Tickets sold out in like two seconds. Like yeah, you going. go on. Yeah, I go on. Bravo. I'm going. So, bro, you're really quick, bro. You got it in, in 1.5 seconds. Jets, or? man. Jets. <laughs> We've talked about Georgie's Jesus. He's quick. You know, quick feet. Quick. You know, clicking on the computer. Um, it was. He used to play lol, so it makes sense. It you know. Used quick. to. <laughs> nah, like it, <laughs> it's not. It's ticket deck to me. Like I'm a bit of a boomer with the computer because anyway, I've been on it my whole life. I still don't get it. It's not that easy to use ticket tech, man. You click on like it's green. It's like select your seat, and you click on it, and then it's like. And you select ticket and you go, these tickets are not available. And then like you click the next one, these tickets are not available. And you can just see like the green in the stands on the MCG seating map just disappear. Oh, so like man. as you you just see all the seats like, and I'm, I'm frantically clicking at any spot just, except yeah. for directly behind the goals. I'm not sitting there, stuff that. Yeah. Like anywhere, and then they just get a spot and it's like row Z. I'm like, oh, it is what it is. Row Z it is. Mm. So That's I'm fine. there. Um, who wins? I think Carlton's going to win. <laughs> what? Carlton's going to win. Bro. Who would have thought? Who would have thought you'd say that? Come on, man. There's no reason. Like it's a fifty-fifty game. Anyone that says it isn't fifty-fifty, I don't buy it. I agree. Actually, I agree. We beat him a couple of weeks ago, man. And that was without uh, that was without Mackay. Now who's not going to be there? Without Walsh, without Chera, we beat him. Mm. I am going to tip Carlton, and I'll tell you why. I just think. A similar thing will happen where you'll play some good footy, you'll kick a few goals. That moment where Melbourne will have the advantage, because they will, it is a 50-50 game. I'm just not convinced that their forward line will punish you. I think they'll come at us. I think we'll be ahead. They'll come at us like last time, but our defense will hold up. I think so too. I mean, no Van Royans in there. I think Petty's not going to be fit. And Brayshaw is out as Brayshaw's well. out. Fritch mm. is very good. He's yeah, good. I was, was going to say, and like we were saying earlier, Petrarca can't go in the forward line because they'll need him in the guts. Yeah. Unless they discover some random dude that they have. Exactly. James Jordan. They're going to need to win in. that ball, man. Carlton's yeah. midfield's too strong, right? Exactly. So, Or maybe they just um, concede that they might not win it as much and just let's uh, just have a... Like, I don't know, man. Let's just have a potent forward but line. Melbourne's weapons um, are really just mm. fridge and then mm. hope for someone... Like Cozzy Pickett maybe just goes yeah, crazy. He, look, he had a bad game, so he's probably... Probably going to have a good one against Carlton. But like Carlton and Melbourne play the same game style. They're like contest heavy, trap it into the forward line, repeat entries. Like mm. They're not like a transition side like Collingwood or, or Sydney or Hawks or anything like that. They're yeah. different. They're like mm. tough ball winners. But there's no reason why Carlton can't play that game style better than Melbourne. They yes. have for the last 10 weeks. Yeah, I good. will say though, sorry Matt, yeah. go the other way though. No Mackay. Kerno v Lever and May. If they get that right, you're in trouble. Though. Jack Silvani. I think we need, break, but he's he's facing a fitness test, right? Oh, is he? I was going to say he'll if, break some packs. He's. I think Sauce, if he's fit, will have a big impact. Yeah, it's a Carlton final, right? The blood, his blood, like touches MCG and makes him into like a demigod <laughs> or something. Look, mm. the way that you work around that though is if Carlton moves the ball quick enough, May and Lever can't gang up on Kerno. So it's all about winning the midfield convincingly for me. Um, it is because both forward lines are compromised mm-hmm. because of the injuries. Jack Martin's suspended as well, which that's yeah. a big out, big, big out. 
I would just generally like to see Carlton in the prelim, to be honest. Yeah, I, and enough. the thing about the crowd, I think the crowd, I talked a bit about the expectation, like they were loud, but you know, they're waiting to kind of see. I think this, it's going to be primal, this match. I think the noise is going to be crazy. And the boys, like the supporters, don't expect to win this game now. Now it's like give your team everything you possibly can to see them over the line. So it's going to be, it's going to be war. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And there's going to be more than 3,000 Melbourne supporters. So <laughs> a bit more to and fro, yes. you know? Yeah, I don't even know if that would be the case, man. There's, I feel like Melbourne supporters, they're the type of supporters that just don't show up. I'm challenging you, Melbourne supporters. They're get, not a get massive, to the game. Come on. They're not a, like a massive fan base, are they? Not at all. Not no, at all. no, no. I think anyone that gives North Melbourne shit, our crowds mm. have been half decent, even in the worst of times. Mm, We've broken yeah. membership records. I think when North gets good, we'll put North, uh, Melbourne demons to shame. To be honest, they've got a lot of members, but yeah, you're right. you wouldn't associate them with like the big, loud, scary clubs. No, no, no. I, I don't know why, but I associate their like Melbourne supporters as old people. They're a bunch of old people. You know what I mean? Like MCC oh, members. The gra- yeah, MCC members. The grand old flag. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> there's just the the they're all old. But anyway, well, they are one um, of the original teams, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. So they they're like indigenous, like you know, one of the indigenous teams back yeah. in the day. You know, yeah. They're How voting. They're voting yes <laughs> for the referendum. <laughs> How do you think um, the match will go, Matter? Uh, look, I'm gonna tip Carlton as well, but like here's my little solution to Melbourne's Three forward line issues, right? Don't play Grundy forward. No. Play Grundy in the ruck and pull Gorn forward. Oh. I know. I they know. asked. They asked Petrarca that, and he's like, yeah. "Nah." He said, "No." Nah. He <laughs> no, said yeah, that he, he wants Gorn did. there, bro. Gorn's what? a freak. He yeah. said, "For me, Gorn's just that good. Like we need him on." Him but he had like eleven or ten clearances as a ruckman. I know, but what if this is no forward line and you need someone to come stuff it, bro? Man. Don't worry about it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. <laughs> how no, funny is it? That. How funny is it? Like you, the all supporters and like new supporters are begging Melbourne to play Grundy, and they still won't budge. <laughs> It's such a no, weird get. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to think of solutions, man. Like I can't, I can't. Other than that, I can't. With their well, it's line. their fault for recruiting Grundy. Like you mm. should have foreseen this happening. Mm. They should have got McStay instead. And this is <laughs> like, in a world where they did a con- they, they should have done a Collingwood. Yeah, and they wouldn't have been so confident that Van Ruyen would be as good as he has been, and Petty would just suddenly deliver as a forward occasionally. Well, the thing is, I think Ben Brown's back from injury. He's a. Well, he's, he's finished. The man. thing, the oh. thing is, well, he's, he's even th- at Ben Brown's best. He doesn't provide them the the what's it called? He doesn't provide them the um the contested mark. No, no Melbourne He's, no Melbourne forward has done has no Melbourne forward has taken a contested mark other than Gorn for like ten years, bro. No, nah, Van Ruyen can do it. It's just He's it's, a second too, year player, bro. That's the thing. It's too much for him to, hmm. to expect of him. And this is why I'm annoyed at Melbourne a bit this year, to be honest, because they've got such a good team. Every line is really good. Mm. Elite top four level. But then their forward line just leaves a bit to be desired. It's yeah. not deep enough and even their first choices aren't that good. Well, they recruited Wiedemann and then they traded him. Didn't end it. Malsham did his ACL. He, he's the informed forward. And then forward. you get Grundy, right? Like it's just, for me, they don't deserve to make the grand final and I would rather they just lose now because it'd be more fun if Carlton won, to be honest. Fair enough. It'd be, more fun. Slight, it'd be way more funny. Way more fun, yeah. bro. And then we can go to Ligon Street on Friday night and kill yeah, the that's it, man. 100%. That's it. Uh, cap. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> A man can dream. Yeah, oh, it's oh, gonna happen. Right. Believe, believe. Well, that's it, man. Um, okay, and then that other game. So we've got Port hosting the Giants. Giant, I've already Giants, said. Giants. I've already said Giants, and I truly yeah. believe it. They're gonna win. Uh, I just want to see Giants win. Yeah. So. Look, um, end of discussion. Go Giants. Go Giants. Go, go, G- go GWS, man. I think something that um, Toby Bedford said at the end of his uh, interview on, on the match. 
he said something along the lines of, man, oh, we don't really do a lot in Western Sydney, but, you know, we hang out with the boys, you know, we stay together and there's a connectedness. You can tell that there's a brotherhood with the Giants, mate. They're Spartans. Is what they are. Toby's they're, a Spartan. For to, sure. to, yeah, absolutely, mate. They're just like they. I'm sure his Spartan kicks someone in the back at least at least once. Oh, they're warriors, mate. They're warriors, you know. So you know, um, a Spartan kick. There you go. That's a different. That's a different. Is that an actual thing? Well, you know, kick? like the when he kicks the guy in the well. In the movie oh, three hundred. Yeah, he's probably kicked a couple of players down there. Yeah, I'm sure he's kicked you know? people in the back. You know, the yeah. Jared White kick in the back. Yeah, oh, oh, specialty. Mate. Mate. Hey, don't. Hey, that's 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 our our union right there is through Jared White, <laughs> Carlton and North Melbourne, North Melbourne fans. You know, interconnected through through the love of Jared White. That's it, man. Um, the goat. What a they. I agree. <laughs> I agree, mate. Um, what a lovely way to end the podcast, I think. <laughs> Should we do another little segment or not? Whatever you want. Sure. Do you want to, we'll, do, um, we'll do some Mount Rushmore. So, AFL Mount Rushmore's. And uh, first one we're going to do is key forwards for today. As in like current. Today players. is current. What do you reckon? Current, current players, best forwards out of any team. Yeah, yeah. So it's so Mount Rushmore being four, right? So Mount Rushmore of current key forwards, top four essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Kerno. Yeah. Cameron. Nick Larky. Ooh. All Australian. You can't yeah, say no. It can't just, yeah. be, it can't <laughs> just be the the one year though. Look, it's you, current. No, nah, but it's it's got to be like career based a little bit. Fair enough. Nick Larky. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've said you've said Cameron and Charlie Kerno. All right, then Let it's got to be Tex. Yes, uh, that's the one I was going to throw in. And then Hawkins. And yeah. Hawkins. Okay. Oh, but it feels a bit wrong putting him down. He's Just been so bad this year. Yeah, but he's come on, man. He's he's the monster. He's still mm. he's still playing, and he's been like the best forward for ages. I guess so. If that's the technicality yeah. of the rules, yeah. Uh, look, when I when I do the, the graphic, I'm gonna add Larky in there just to, Good. you know, instead of Hawkins. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I think that's I think that's a pretty decent Mount Rushmore right there. Um, how about a midfield Mount Rushmore? Bond. Yes, yes, I like him there. Petrarca. Mm. I think Oliver has to be there if Petrarca's there. And then his uh, look. I've thought about this. But I'm going Creeper, bro. Oh, come right. on, man! The guy, the guy's face should be on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, fair enough. It's a, it's a it's what a about, think face, about but... his think about his career, and he's a Brownlow medalist. True. He's the only Brownlow medalist that you've mentioned. But then, what about Neil? That's the thing. I'd rather have Neil than Cripper. And here's the thing, I but think... Neil uh, Cripper when he wins the semi final of his own thing. Hang on, you want to talk careers though? Neil's got a Brownlow as well. Yes, yeah, so yeah. an MVP. Neil should be there and and remove one of Oliver or Petrarca. <sighs> See. I, I'm going to say we get rid of Petrarca just because he has a bit of forward vibes. Then put Dangerfield. Why are you adding that now? What do you mean? Dangerfield, Dangerfield's a current player. He hasn't retired, has he? Not yet. No. He's eight-time All-Australian. Fair enough. Fair, hey, look, but how about, hey, but how about Nick Dacos? Uh, he's played one season. Yeah, but like he's probably the best. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is like legacy. Like you're up there, You don't get there from one season. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I think we've got to readjust this Mount Rushmore. <laughs> That's what I was saying before. <laughs> yeah, no. Look, what do you mean? How can you how can you put Dacos there next to Dangerfield? So Mount Rushmore for me is like all time. But yeah. if you're gonna say like you might as well just say like top four current players. It, it just doesn't sound as cool. Yeah, yeah. no, it's insane the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> because, then, because then I can do a graphic. 
I can make, you know, I can just, I can just Photoshop people's faces to the Mount Rushmore. Just put our three faces with Crips. We're good. True. Hey, we're gun inside me, it's mate. That's got to be the thumbnail this week. Us as Mount Rushmore. <laughs> with Crips. Uh, with Crips. <laughs> oh done. man, that's so. That's yeah, done. <laughs> All right, no. I think we've got to leave it at that place. Yeah, no, that's it, man. I think my my Rushmore segment bombed. That's all right, but, man. No, it was funny, but I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed doing it, though. That's it, man. Hey, look, um, we love you. All of them have been great so far. Maybe we just need to work on the Rushmore. You've been great, Rushmore. man. You've been yeah, great. No, thanks, You've been great. Um, um, Don't stress. I'm, I'm announcing my retirement sleep this tight, week. Sleep tight I'm done. I'm done with TikTok. I'm done with YouTube Shorts. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mans thinks that Dacos has had a better career than Dangerfield. But the thing is, I, my my Mount Rushmore is like just right now. I'm That's not what thinking, I was thinking. But I'm then not this guy's saying legacy. Dangerfield, bro. No, no. When he said Dangerfield, I'm like, why are you bringing up Dangerfield? But it's bro? not Mount Rushmore. If it's like we we have to define <laughs> what you what you mean by Mount Rushmore. I know, but I said current, bro. What, what, Dangerfield what? still plays football. Plays, still but plays football. But right now, he's not top. He's not Mount Rushmore of the league. Uh, next week we're gonna do Mount Rushmore. All right. So who's the who's the who's the top four mids? Who's the top four mids? No. All right. Top four mids. Top four mids. All right. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you right now. Oliver's there. Track, Dacos, and Bont. And and tell me otherwise. What about, what about, what about Butters? Butters. Who are you putting him over? Oliver. No. But the guy only played half a season. I don't care. You, you can't not have Oliver. You can't not have him. Do you think he's any worse than what he is the last few seasons? He's not worse. No, he's a gun. Exactly. Exactly right. But Butters is a freak. <laughs> but the the you guy can't put him ahead. Though. But what happens if he wins the Brownlow? Look, that then maybe And he the, won the coaches' votes. Did he win did he win the coaches' award? Yes. Oh then mate, you might have an argument. <laughs> <laughs> but the <laughs> Give it a day cost today. He played half the season off the halfback. Wait, this is the no. point of the Mount Rushmore. It can only be four, right? So you uh, need to draw the line somewhere. Uh, fair. I think we've got to do our own personal Mount Rushmore's. Prepare <laughs> for next week. I know. Why are you having combined ones anyway? Just have your I own. Know, I don't know why it was combined, bro. Uh, I'll give you my Mount Rushmore. Crips, Walsh, <laughs> the definitive Mount Rushmore. Shera and Hewitt. <laughs> uh, oh, my one's got to be LDU, Wardlaw, <laughs> She's or Taron Thomas. God. Uh, look, I don't even want to give mine anymore. <laughs> Right, uh, this is just Dacos, 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 you know and Dacos. You, man. I want to hear some Mount Rushmore's from the community. <laughs> <laughs> give us some Mount Give us give a us, comment. Give we know Dino's is not Jack Steele, that's for sure. Yeah, no, no, no way. If Mine Mount is. Rushmore lasted 21 Mount, uh, faces on the Mount Rushmore, <laughs> then he'd make it. <laughs> Watch our midfield rankings over the past three years if you want to get that joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but nah, yeah, give us your key forward and your midfield Mount Rushmore's of uh, current. Current, not legacy, current. Um, okay, you got to change current to like this year. This yeah, but it's not it's performance this year. All right, I don't know. I'll I'll reassess this um Mount Rushmore <laughs> situation. <laughs> I'll uh, reintroduce next week. Because like, if you're thinking like Mount Rushmore legacy, then you got to like put like Penderbury up there. Yeah, if it's legacy, Penderbury. you got like Penderbury, yeah. Dangerfield, yeah, uh, Dusty, Dusty, hundred percent, and you got one more. That's, Ooh, that still plays. That still plays. That's tough. M- maybe Neil. What about five? Two Brownlows. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that one. Good shout. Good All shout right. there, man. Next pod, just for continuity. That say. feels like a Mount Rushmore now. Yeah, no, no that does. That does. Know what I mean? Yeah, no, right. I like that. I like that, Georgie. For continuity's sake, we're starting the next pod. We're getting back into this chat and we're going to get it right. All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll define this. it properly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm not changing my Mount Rushmore. It's, it's perfect. 
Yeah. Right. Nah, the one that you just said right now, like for legacy purposes. No, no, I was talking about the Carlton uh, <laughs> Walsh Chera. If Carlton wins, <laughs> you do whatever you want next week. That's uh, fine. <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. We win a semi final. This team wins a semi final. Get All stuff right. today. All right. That's it. We're leaving it there. Imagine uh, being a relevant team. That's crazy. Nah, I think you're there, man. But yeah, yeah. even more relevant. Imagine that. Mm, true. One, one win away from a granny. You well, could be sitting here next week, one win away from a grand final. Well, we should, if Carlton wins, we should go to Brisbane from the pod from you Brisbane. You could actually, or we will, you should actually go to the parade, obviously, if Carlton makes a granny and like make use of that grand final leave that we get off here in Melbourne. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, could, I could do that. You could. And Daniel Gorringe is doing a march to the G. Mm. And you that guy's a Carlton him. legend, four games. Where your enjoy stop and go. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, I could. I should actually wear my enjoys top to the game. You should, bro. Yeah, lots of eyes on 100%, it. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Um, I think we're just yeah. rambling. All right, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well um, done, lads. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, just great first step back, man. That was a lot of fun, lads. Yeah, it was. It was good to be back. Um, yeah, hopefully everyone gets around it. Give us a like, sub. And we'll see you on the next one. Uh, more subs, and I wear my linen pants as proof. <laughs> <laughs> done. See you guys.